It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 432 of the Back Row Morning Show. Partly a proud of the love thine... Partly a part. (laughs) Partly a proud... (laughs) Proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Wow. Are we... I'm Radio Man- <laughs> Station Manager and Chief Radio Nerd here at LCN. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd, and I can't read. <laughs> Got the dyslexia. <laughs> third generation or not, you ain't good at this. <laughs> and I'm Mo, sidekick <sighs> to the Chief Radio Nerd, here to bring the facts and fire to your day. Now, where's the coffee? <laughs> Today on the show, I got together with the real AA batteries again this year to count down the top 20 Christian albums of the year. Also on the show today, Sunday School Answers. But first, today is Wednesday, January 12th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It's National Pharmacist Day. Yeah, this is for legitimate pharmacists, not the guy on the street corner. The see you I mean, <laughs> as long as he claims it on his taxes. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, there's a gosh. there's a place for it. <laughs> uh, it's also National Take the Stairs Day. Uh, my favorite holiday. <laughs> we take the stairs every day when we record. There are... Yeah, this is a whole, whole, a whole flight, a yeah. whole flight of them. In my house, I have to step up at least one stair every day to get into my house. So I took the stairs. I took the stair. Took the st- See, that doesn't qualify. <laughs> what if I do it multiple times a day? Okay, but you have to do it. <laughs> you have to step up, step down, and then step back up. It I has do to be I can do that. done in sync. No, that's not what the word Backstreet I'm looking boys. for. 98 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the back streets back. Um, It's also National Hot Tea Day. Hot tea. Not a fan. (laughs) Okay. I'm a I'm a cool tea guy. Not a cold tea. Just a cool tea. I don't want ice in it. But I want it refrigerated. I have a question for you. Yes. What's the difference between cool and lukewarm? Um, lukewarm is no, I want essentially you to think about the same it. thing as warm. There's no difference. There's very much a difference. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's no difference. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes. You know what the Bible says about <laughs> things that are lukewarm. That God will spit them out of their mouth. So God will not like the tea that I drink. Exactly. But that has has nothing to do with it. It says moderately warm or tepid. That is not <laughs> that is not what cool icy is. Mm. <laughs> I guess okay, let me clarify. I like chilled iced tea. Iced tea that in the fridge is cold enough to feel like it has ice in it, but it doesn't. 
I never knew you were so bougie about your tea. Bougie. <laughs> I, I don't I'm like cold bougie. iced tea. I like chilled. <clears throat> chilled. Precisely. Tea. Forty-two. I don't know. Whatever the degrees are. Be. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, whatever temperature my fridge is set on. <laughs> this is what I'm liking at. Uh, all right. Well, it is Wednesday, and on Wednesday we uh, we either cover a story that we didn't talk about earlier in the week, or I rant about something. And guess what I'm doing today? Mm. Ranting. Ah, okay. So I we've talked about this a long, long time ago on the show. Long, long, long time ago. Did we? About gift cards and how they're pretty much a scam all around. Yeah. Because we're losing money, they're making the money. Almost every single time. And all we're trying to do is gift money. <sighs> and all we're trying to do is gift money. So I um I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna hate on the pers- the people that gave me the gift card because it was very sweet of them. Um, they were taken in just as most people are taken in, <laughs> but like gift cards are already bad enough in that most of the time there's going to be some money left in the gift card that just never gets used. Yeah. That's, that's straight up across the board, a very constant and provable thing. Like they've done studies. It, it happens. Uh, they can see that in the data of cards that have been redeemed and how much was redeemed on that card and if it was the entirety of it. And in most cases, there's at least a few cents, if not a couple dollars, left on that card that's never used before the card is lost, tossed, or whatever else. <clears throat> and so right away, that's free money in the pocket of the company that you got nothing in return for. Okay? Mm-hmm. So think about that. One person, one gift card every year, multiplied by every single gift card. You know, that's a couple million bucks, maybe, at the least, that they're making for doing nothing. Can I get into the gift card business? <laughs> How's that work? But the, right. But the secondary problem is there is now a set of gift cards, and I'm going to call them out right here, called Go gift cards. And it's like, go eat, go play go shop, you know, these things. And they are, it's a company that has made deals with a bunch of different non-connected brands saying that you can use this gift card at any of these brands. And for most of the cards, that would be fine. The go shop, the go play, those would probably be fine. But the go eat one, especially right now in the pandemic era, is a total ripoff because it acts like a uh, like one of those Visa gift cards. It's just money. Uh-huh. Uh Thank you for the follow. Couldn't even read the name. Uh, will Will game for XP. <laughs> Thanks for the follow. Uh, so <laughs> it'll it'll let you. It, it acts like one of those refillable gift cards, but it's not a refillable gift card. But it is one that typically would have a pen number to prove that it owns, that you own it. Okay. Uh, but it's not tied directly to any single business in there either. And so you can't use it online. You also can't sell it on one of those gift card, you know, trading things Uh because it's not connected to a single business. You can only use it when you dine in. 
And so I was given a gift card that had like, you know, seven different restaurants on it. But the only one that's in our town is Red Lobster. And so I'm like, well, I don't really care for the Red Lobster in our town. So I'm going to sell this online and it won't let me because it doesn't qualify as a normal gift card anywhere else. So I'm like, okay, fine. I guess I will order some. We'll DoorDash some. some well, can't DoorDash it. Okay, well, I'll pick it up. I'll go carry out some. Uh, well, no, you can only use it on uh, dining in. I'm like, well, that's stupid. Why would you make a card that's only available for dine in? And so now I'm stuck with $100 to use on this gift card. When I'm like, you could have just given me the $100 and I'd have been so much happier. <laughs> That's fair. In the end, seriously, that's the thing. We think that we're doing something special by buying a gift card with that money. As opposed to to just giving. As opposed to just giving them that money because it's impersonal. Yeah. You want them to think that you're you're really thinking about the things that they love or or whatever else. And just give them the money, guys. (laughs) You're giving them a chore. Having to keep up with a gift card. You know. Anyway. You're not wrong. (laughs) I understand, Tad. I understand that I'm not being grateful enough. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Gift cards are a a scam, and they always have been. I'm going to be real honest, though. Sound real old right now. They're just trying to get your money. You know. Here's a question for you. Because I was about to say, I will never give cash as a Christmas gift. I'll give cash as a birthday gift, but not as a Christmas gift. I I understand that. I understand that. But for the most, most of the time, though, most of the time, gift cards are given like in the mail. They're gifts that you're sending to someone far away from you. Because if they're here, you're going to get them an actual present. So I'd be fine giving cash for Christmas if it's someone, you know, like a nephew or something that I'm sending it to across the country. Okay. Wouldn't you feel fine with that? uh, Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing. Gift cards or gift certificates. If I give somebody cash, then the chances of them using it for like to, to treat themselves to a cup of coffee or to treat themselves to a pedicure or whatever. Okay. Okay. That is less likely that they're going to use the cash for that and not just for gas in their car. Or, sure, you know. sure, 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 sure. So it's not going to be used as a gift. But those seem more like gift certificate situations, which is a little bit different. Maybe not the coffee, but like the pedicure or whatever. Those you're buying an experience for someone. You're buying a, a special mm-hmm. session. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to... Uh, you know, 25 bucks at McDonald's. I'm like, well, I don't like McDonald's. Well, that's what I spent your 25 bucks on. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, but like coffee, I don't think falls into that. Cause as long as you know, they like coffee, they're going to be happy with the Starbucks gift card. Cause Mm-mm. no, what? what, not what? Starbucks. Oh, why? Why not? I've seen, I've proved, I'm proven wrong already. See, I mean, would I find <laughs> something there that I could drink? Yeah. This is exactly but what it I'm is, saying. Then. It yeah. is the, that's true. You're, you're welcome. I'm helping you prove a point here. Um, I love coffee. I live off of coffee. However, if you were to give me a Starbucks gift card, I would be like, thanks. 
Think Trish, I can trade this for Blackwater? Tristan says, give me a $100 gift card to the right store and I'd spend it all on pops given half the chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And be much more, I'd be much more happy with spending $100 on pop figures than I would on uh, shrimp Alfredo, I guess, <laughs> from Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, also, another reason I will never give cash for Christmas is because there was one year um, not too long ago that my father-in-law forgot legitimately forgot that it was Christmas, forgot to get my mother-in-law anything and wrote her a check, put it in an envelope, wrote her name on the envelope and stuck it on the Christmas tree. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes, that was not sometimes a good Christmas. That's the best. Sometimes that's the best way to go. It was, it was uh -huh. not enjoyable. Thray says, Thray says, gift cards are ways to say, please don't use money in ways I don't like to someone sometimes. Yeah. Look, if I want to buy 82 ferns, I'm going to buy 82 ferns, Thray. I mean. <laughs> They're all going to die. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. I mean, <sighs> they lived a happy life for that one day, right? Um, also, I have to tell you, while you were talking about gift cards and how there's always a portion of them left on, even though they've been yeah, 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 redeemed, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was like playing this very 80s music video in my head of a bunch of gift cards with wings flying saying singing i've been redeemed because <laughs> you've set me free <laughs> that's all that i'm envisioning just gift cards <laughs> flying into heaven <laughs> i mean look their, pri their price has already been paid for yeah <laughs> Oriel says, what's in your cup, Mom? What's, what exactly are you drinking right now? So it is <laughs> apple cider. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, I am back once again to try and take the title. Yeah, good luck. Stick around. New Year, same old me. Several years ago, I had a small gig as a writer for a little Christian webpage. Nothing ever really came of it, but I was able to process some really hard times in life through writing, and from that year or so, I acquired a small little stash of short essays. One of them was also titled, New Year, Same Old Me. All those years ago, my life was drastically different than where it is today. Although from the outside, it looked basically the same. A mom of three, a wife, a Christian woman living in New Mexico, struggling gracefully day by day. All the basics were the same, but from the inside, so much has changed. The Lord has done huge things in both my heart and my life. The main premise of my originally titled post was encouraging others to not overwhelm yourself or your recovery with burdensome resolutions, to find freedom in coming to the Lord just as you are. He does not require us to fix ourselves or have it all together before handing our lives over to Him. For that truth, I thank Him every day. I don't know a single Christian who actually has it all together. Every one of us requires new mercy with each new day. More recently, however, my heart has been heavily focused on the necessity to change. While God's Word does instruct us to come just as we are, we're not supposed to stay as we are. In fact, God requires change. Romans 12.2 urges us to not conform to the world around us, but to be transformed with a new mind. 
a mind that is pleasing and in line with God. To transform, according to Merriam-Webster, means to make a thorough or drastic change in appearance or character of. I hear so many around me make statements validating their behavior as, that's just the way I am, or God made me this way, even God loves me just how I am. Let's clear the air about a couple things. First, God did not make you sinful. Remember that. He made us in his image. The world has made us sinful, more or less. If your behavior is out of character with God's, there's a large likelihood it needs to change. Secondly, excusing your behavior by saying it's just how you are is not only allowing sin to continue manifesting in your life, but it also belittles the power God has to transform our lives from wretched to worthy. As a new year has begun and you're focusing your mind on hopes and changes you're anticipating, let's remember, as Christians, our main desire should always be to reflect Christ more accurately day by day. More than a health goal, more than a financial goal, more than a marriage, parenting, career, educational, or any other lifestyle goal, Christ is our goal. Reflecting Him so that others would seek Him in their own lives. And yes, God does love you. He loves you so much more than you can even begin to comprehend. But God despises sin. It appalls him. Our sin is the only thing separating us from him. So if we're continuing to acknowledge our sin and not change, then we're continuing to separate ourselves from the one who loves us more immensely than we could ever know. My prayer for 2022 is simple and yet oh so tough at times to be different. Different from who I was, different from the world around me, different and set apart, all for the purpose of I know very little about. While today is a new year and in many ways I'm the same old me, my prayer is that I wake each day a little closer to the image of my Savior. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And one of our favorite things about last season was the introduction of our Discord, backrowdiscord.com, because that allowed us to open up the audio door and let the buds join the show when we record live on Twitch. Come join in, backrowdiscord.com. Now, before we go any further, it's time for Mo's Fact of the Day. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) First week of 2022, and I'm not ready. Uh, Okay, it takes around 2,000 tiny tea leaves to make just one pound of finished tea. That's insane. Wait, hold on. A pound? Okay, no, never mind. Just one pound. That makes sense, because they're light, so I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. I can get my head around that. What may, what maze, what maze more? <laughs> what weighs more? A pound, pound of tea, tea or a pound of bricks? <laughs> They're both a pound. Now it's time for Mo and I to go head to head in a game. Uh-uh. That's right, everybody. Today is Matt's last attempt to take. Not last. <laughs> it's Definitely his last, last. attempt. <laughs> Last attempt, uh, <laughs> and his latest, to take the undisputed back row championship title belt from me, which he hasn't held ever at all. 
<laughs> this will mark, um, I don't know, 30th championship match loss in a row. Yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. It's been emasculating how many times I've lost. <laughs> Oh gosh! In our season seven, <laughs> in our season seven finale, we played a game of Sunday School Answers, where for each dilemma, we played two answer cards. These are my dilemmas. <laughs> and a team of three judges <laughs> voted on the funniest answer for us. First one of us to win five rounds wins the game. Now we used the Sunday School Answers Christmas Edition last time, but this time we'll be using a blend of all of our other decks, expansions, and boosters. Uh, and we've got our judges. Let's open it up. Gotcha. Our judges are. Oh, hello. Three. I am so. <laughs> We're just discussing world domination. Gotcha. Well, of course. <laughs> no. Of course. Uh, but our judges are Thray, Tad, hey. and Oriel, or, or Brian, whichever you want to call him. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, if y'all didn't hear the rules, so we're, we're, we're going to read a dilemma, and then Mo and I are each going to pick two answers from our hand of answer cards, uh, and then we will be reading all four of them with the dilemma, and y'all's job is to vote on your funniest, the funniest one. Funniest one that you think it is. Last time it worked out really well in that there was always a consensus of at least two of you agreeing on which the funniest one is, but if there is a... A three-way tie, Oriel gets to make the final decision because he's known us the longest. Okay. <laughs> Seems fair. I have See. power. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get something for sticking with us for this long, right? Yeah. <laughs> for having well not been driven away. <laughs> also, yeah. you know that uh, I'm not in the autonomous car, so I have some control. <laughs> not to mention you can, you know have factor in which one of them paid you more, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, he won't know which which one is whose, so Ah, that's a good good point. We're gonna gonna alternate, basically, both of us uh, will alternate each round reading all four of them, so you won't know whose came from whom. So just Uh, listen for Radio Matt's voice. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go with the first dilemma. The Olympics this year added a new sport. Synchronized blank. All right. Um, ooh. <laughs> that one and that one. Okay. Mm-mm. I'm going to draw my cards. All right. All right. You got yours? Mm-hmm. Oops, oh, sorry. sorry. My bad. All right. I will read these ones. All right. The Olympics this year added a new sport, synchronized brunch. The Olympics this year added a new sport, synchronized straight up no frills legalism. The Olympics this year (laughs) added a new sport, synchronized vigilante justice. And the Olympics this year added a new sport, synchronized the latest right wing conspiracy theory. Not gonna lie, I want to see vigilante justice. I feel like uh, if we have international Olympic sport of having all of the superheroes <laughs> from every mythology, every every group. It's just like Comic Con, the Olympic event. That's my vote as well. Vigilante justice. Uh, yes. I was gonna go with number two. Uh, that was also one? mine. No frills legalism. No, that oh was no. Mine. Oh, never mind. I mixed them up. Well, I appreciate you, Tad. 
<laughs> I heard the I heard the throat, uh, throat clear. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. <clears throat> Do not underestimate me. I have the power of blank on my side. <laughs> uh, that one. Um. Um. That one. Okay. <clears throat> Those are my two. Hmm. 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 I don't know. <laughs> All right, you read these ones. Okay. Do not underestimate me. Hold on, I need to re- pre-read before I read. Pre-read. Uh huh. Pre-read. I need to pre-read. All right. Pre- <laughs> no, that, I need to pre-read. Okay. Do not underestimate me. I have the power of my most romantic move on my side. Do not <laughs> underestimate me. I have the power of my... Hold on. I read it wrong. I have the power of potatoes on my side. Oh. <laughs> Do not underestimate me. I have the power of Luigi's pent up rage. Pent up rage on my side. You having trouble reading? Listen, I'm having trouble this week all around. Okay. <laughs> and lastly, do not underestimate me. I have the power of having the high ground on my side. Oh, <laughs> oh I know what Oreo's voting for. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. So. We have the high ground. Luigi's we have Luigi. Potatoes. Po- or potatoes. Potatoes. And my most romantic move. Gentlemen? Uh, potatoes. But you beat them and you mash them and you yeah. stuff them in the <laughs> They're very powerful. <laughs> There's very not supposed flexible. to be any comments being I'm made. I'm sorry, you're right. I have to go with high ground. I saw that coming. That's my problem. As the yeah. problem is, is if I had to pick two, those would be the two. Um. Hmm. I feel like the high ground, though, is is more powerful. Potatoes, unless you're throwing them at them while they're raw. <laughs> it's not about logic. It's about humor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's like opposite day in apples to apples. It's the best. Okay, fine. Um, mm, I feel like the high ground. Right. I'm going to final answer. Uh, <laughs> even if you had won that I know, one, I would have taken it because I, I kept talking. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's the rule! <laughs> You're not allowed to talk! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Gosh. Uh, I'm Trying to sway votes. I'm the worst. <sighs> All right, here we go. Next one. I'm not anti-vax. But I'm willing to bet those booster shots have blank in them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Let's see. Uh, That one. And that one, I guess. (laughs) Why? Why do you like you can always come up with your two right away? Always. The same reason why guys can go t- into the bathroom and come back out in five seconds. <laughs> no, they can't. No need to wash your hands. No need to wash your hands. Do we get to take their phone away from them first? Exactly. That's the only way they're going in and coming out Seriously. in five minutes. Well, I mean, we don't well, I meant, like, the bathroom is not your man cave. Well, it kind of is. 
Okay. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Fine. There. <laughs> I was very upset. Not happy with it. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm willing to bet those booster shots have all of time and space in them. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm willing to bet those booster shots have crystal Pepsi in them. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm willing to bet those booster shots have the subtle cannibalism vibe of communion in them. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm willing to bet those booster shots have a dad joke that not even God can laugh at in them. Dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Mo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hear the dilemma. <laughs> um Oh dear. My vote's dad joke. Uh I'll go with number three. Cannibalism? Yeah. So Ray gets yeah, to I pick get... her answer first next time, guys. <laughs> it's all oh, okay. yeah, yeah, they, they can vote. Ladies first. <laughs> she can vote yeah. faster. <laughs> She's got to think. Good well, I guess I'm. I guess I'm gonna land. I'm gonna lean towards the dad joke. Uh, Thank goodness, I finally have one. <laughs> sorry, I said cannibalism and Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought Pepsi about those ones pretty vote. hard yeah. too. Yeah. But... Crystal Pepsi was my second. And that's the only no. That was the one that sounded. That was the only thing that sounded like an ingredient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. actually fit. And my two were the only ones that got a laugh from anybody when they were read. Excuse me. They laughed at the last one. They should have. Chill out. Voted mine. Dude, chill out. <laughs> I feel like this is why you're winning Apple and you're being so angry. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm so angry at that wolf in sheep's clothing that if I saw him on the street, I would give him blank. <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 You get to read these. (laughs) (laughs) We both both made the mouth noise and we were about to do Cardi B's thing and then we stopped. (laughs) Oh my. All right. I'm so angry at that wolf in sheep's clothing that if I saw him on the street, I would give him pumpkin spice lattes. Those are delicious. I'm so angry at that wolf in sheep's clothing that if I saw him on the street, I would give him Gotham City insurance rates. <laughs> I am so angry at that wolf in sheep's clothing that if I saw him on the street, I would give him Superman's daddy issues. <laughs> we are on theme tonight. And I am so angry at that wolf in sheep's clothing that if I saw him on the street, I would give him my pants, which are currently on fire. <laughs> That's right up there with Gotham insurance rates, man. <laughs> Superman daddy issues. Oh. <laughs> but Jonathan Kent is a great dad. I will fight you on this. But he's dead. No, I'm kidding. He yeah, is sometimes. So Batman's and dead. sometimes he's not. Depends really on really depends on what yeah, comic yeah, yeah, yeah. you're reading. Okay, putting the nerd card in my pocket. Talk later. <laughs> Talk later, she said. <laughs> I do have a dad joke for this, though. Ay, ay, ay. Go ahead. I think the dad joke was already made, but yes. 
What's your dad joke? We're waiting. Oh, what's oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you know you can scare a sheep when you take its wool off? You can give it sheer terror. It's <laughs> a bad joke. Okay. Bad joke. <laughs> Other votes. What do we got? One for Superman. I'm going Gotham insurance. I'm going Gotham. That was my. I'm so sorry. Both of them were mine. (laughs) Listen, I hate pumpkin spice lattes, so (laughs) I hear it. That was my second one because I hate pumpkin spice lattes also. But he might have his pants on fire. That was my second. I am PSL. I left at both of them. All right, next one. Because you're basic. So this one, this one isn't a fill in the blank. It's it's an answer to a question. Which sin will your priest refuse to forgive in confession? <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> He's giggling at his own cards. This is never a good sign. Oh man. I just know some of the answer cards I've seen from these decks and thinking of some of the ones I could come up with. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have to get so that's myself. the thing. The, the, the answer you have in your mind is never the one that you get in your hand. <laughs> never. Right? Exactly. Or you draw the perfect answer right after you lay down your two. Oh, and right. Yeah. And the person next to you becomes your your biggest confidant because you have to tell them the superior answer. Yes. That you just through. Yep. I feel bad about this one. I feel like I'm gonna lose uh, this one. Mo's got some uh, good answers here. All right. Repent. <laughs> Which sin will your priest refuse to forgive in confession? Subjugation. Which sin will your priest refuse to forgive in confession? Accidentally crushing my taco. Which sin will your priest refuse to forgive in confession? Phoning it in. Which sin will your priest refuse to forgive in confession? The blasphemy of eating a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Man. I re-roll. <laughs> Do you not like any of the answers? My vote is uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, I have to go with that one. Yeah, that's well, there's one. two. <laughs> Mo wins. That's a great card. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's the one. Yep. And taco. Nope. Chicken sandwich. Taco was good, but the chicken sandwich. Taco. Taco was my next one. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next card. If I seem a little down today, it's because I accidentally signed up for blank. Uh, hmm, that one, and I guess this one, I don't have a great set of cards now. So what's the score at right now? Uh, Mo has three, I have two. Okay. Cool. Ooh, it's a lot closer than I thought. Of course, then there's that thing about reading Mm -hmm. the score (laughs) mid-game. Okay. All right. All right. If I seem a little down today, it's because I accidentally signed up for Open Mic Testimony Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) If I seem a little down today, it's because I accidentally signed up for Wishing You Had Your Own Three Doors Down song. (laughs) If I seem a little down today, it is because I accidentally signed up for what's left of a singularity event where time collapsed 
in on itself. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> and if I seem a little down today, it is because I accidentally signed up for waltzing with potatoes. What was that last one? Read that again. Waltzing with potatoes. I'll have oh to go goodness, with the first one. Tales. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it's... but the singularity. I mean, that's right yeah. out of the doctor's wife. Oh, the TARDIS is a human. Anyway. Um... <laughs> See, that's the one I'm on, because that's a good episode. It is a good episode. So there, I threw my elbow in. I voted right. for one. Singularity, <laughs> one for Singularity, Absolutely. one for Testimony Sunday. Oriel, what do you got? I got um, Waltzing with Potatoes. Sheesh. So that means you get to pick the final one, so I guess that's yours. Yeah. So Mo wins that one, too. Dang it. Singularity <laughs> was mine. <laughs> I was so proud of that one. I was really, I thought open mic testimony <laughs> Sunday was going to take it. That was a good one, too. Yeah, I like that one. That was, that was... <sighs> Mo only needs one more to win, and I'm so upset about it. <laughs> you know. okay. I'm sorry, Matt. I'm uh, trying. Come on, Dad. Said, We're not supposed it's to your try. Fault, Dad. We're not supposed <laughs> to try. <laughs> he right. said he's so upset about Remember? it. But what he didn't say is he's shocked by it. I'm not shocked by it. You're hilarious. <laughs> See, two compliments this year. Oh, guys. Wow. It really is the end of the world. Uh, <laughs> Get right. No, no. Just a singularity. <laughs> it's weird seeing your pastor at the grocery store just being a normal person buying blank. Uh, let's see. The our pastor is always mm -hmm. overexcited and has to, you know, kind of, what you doing? What you doing? I'm shopping just like you are. <laughs> oh, really? What are you getting? Uh, groceries. <laughs> um, shoot, I don't have a second card that really works. Oh my gosh, it happened. I oh drew no. the perfect card after I, I guess, laid down. I guess that one. Okay. Am I reading? No, uh, you're reading. No, I'm reading this one, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. It's weird seeing a pastor at the grocery store just being a normal person buying casual martyrdom. It's weird seeing your pastor at the grocery store just being a normal person buying chocolate bunnies. It's weird seeing your pastor at the grocery store just being a normal person buying Hulk's stretchy pants. It's weird seeing your pastor at the grocery store just being a normal person buying my father, the worm. Ouch. Uh, Hulk stretchy pants. The bunny. Oh. I gotta go with chocolate bunny. Yes! I'm still in it! Oh! Oh! Oh, my heart! Do you see what you've done, Oreo? Do you see what you've done? Do you see what you did? <laughs> Wait. Is, is Mo, uh, Mo and Oriole friends today or not friends? <laughs> it, I guess it depends on the next one. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Whoops. These aren't the right pants for blank. See, this is where the Hulk pants needed to happen. <laughs> that one. That one. Coming in swinging. Coming in swinging in this one. How many you got? Huh? How many do you have to? How many more do you have to win to win? Oh, uh, two. We're not tied yet. You're still. You only need one more. 
Oriel, this is all your fault. <laughs> I'm sitting over I'm here with my knees now. shaking, feeling like there's turbulence in the studio. Oh my goodness. What? What? It, oops. These aren't the right pants for. Good grief. Need a car. Shut up, Matt. <laughs> Shut up. That one. Should I circle around the next answers for 30 miles? Or? Yeah, that's exactly what you should do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm reading this one. You read oh, that I'm one. I'm sorry, my bad. <sighs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> okay. Whoops. These aren't the right pants for premarital hand holding. <laughs> Whoops. These aren't the right pants for having fun and trying my best. I really, I really like how you're reading them. <laughs> These aren't the right pants for anime cosplay. <laughs> Whoops! These aren't the right pants for the Italians. Italians. <laughs> well, you brought the Italians into it, you know. <laughs> I don't know. They make a great manicai! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've circled all the way around. <laughs> oh. Have we circled for 30 miles? I don't know. Premarital hand holding, one vote. Come on, Oriel. Come on, buddy. Let's go. Come on. What was the second one again? Having fun and trying my best. You know, good luck, have fun. <laughs> Premarital hand okay. Premarital hand holding. Well, that's two for that then, because that's mine, baby. It comes down oh, to they're the tied. last one, baby. Your curiosity was the Italians, Mo. Yeah, I love Mo's faces. <laughs> it absolutely was. Okay. I was, yeah. Okay. I'll do that one. Let's find a good one here. Oh, sheesh. Mm -hmm. sheesh. So this one's for all the cookies. Did you just call me weird? No, these oh. are weird. I'm gonna say you're weird. <laughs> We're all weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, judge not, lest thou be judged. <laughs> With potatoes. Exactly. Back row games. Waltzing potatoes. Waltzing potatoes. I'm a potato. Beware evil with <laughs> potatoes. Pick a card, Matt! <laughs> I got one, I got one, I got one. All right. <laughs> Wait. All the Lifeway stores closed down? You mean I have to order my blank online now? <clears throat> Seriously? Uh, no. Nope. I'm going to need you to pick another blue card. Okay. <laughs> Guess you've earned that, right? <laughs> okay. I know Christians aren't supposed to murder, but did God know there would be people who were into blank? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, indeed. <laughs> that one. I feel like this should have the title that belt one. as one of the cards, because I feel like that's what's about to happen. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. You got some good ones here. <sighs> okay. All right. Here we go, guys. I'm going to do this. <clears throat> I know Christians aren't supposed to murder, but did God know there would be people who were into the worship and glorification of all things warm and fuzzy? 
I know Christians aren't supposed to murder, but did God know there would be people who are into a $7 gallon of gas? I know Christians aren't supposed to murder, but did God know there would be people who are into Joe Biden's presidency? I know Christians aren't supposed to murder, but did God know there would be people who are into baptized babies who don't really mean it? Oh, oh no. Ooh, my gas, feet are hot. Gas is the safe. Gas is the safe <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, wow. oh man. Voting on these do not reflect any <laughs> opinions of our, our judges. That's the disclaimer. Okay. The funny one. The funny one is the Joe Biden. Is that the one you're picking? Yeah. All right. With no a political affiliation. <laughs> one for oh. Joe Biden. Oh, well, and Thray, I believe she voted for gas. She said that yeah. was the safe one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. One for gas, one yeah. for Joe Biden. I don't think anybody's that's, about a seven dollar gallon of gas. That's at least one verified uh, vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, let's see here. So it comes down to me. Comes down to you, Oriel. Good luck. Basically, whatever you say is who wins. Don't screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> I see most scary crazy eyes. <laughs> Not that the subject is Both murder or anything. <laughs> okay, I can't look at the screen. <laughs> uh, All right, um, you're losing a friend either way, so just <laughs> rip the bandaid off. <laughs> Who's more important to you? Oh. <laughs> I'll go with baptized babies. <gasps> Can, can we just no. make them do another one? Can we just do it that way? I finally win! I oh, made no. it! It's a new year! The curse is broken! Which ones were yours, Mo? Which ones do you think? The, uh, Warm and fuzzy Gaston and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. I really thought Joe Biden was going to take that one, though. <laughs> Both of those were yours, the ones that they voted no, for? No, 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 no. I had the, oh. the $7 gallon of gas. Oh. Warm and fuzzy. Oh. That would have been That would have been far funnier <laughs> if they had both voted for Moe's and you picked mine. <laughs> yeah, that would have been terrible. I did it! Yeah. I'm the champion. I'm a I'm Maddie Two Belts. I just want it to be known. Hold on. This is this I'm is where sorry, no. the irony comes in. I'm not even upset that you won. I'm upset with Oriole. That's the person I'm upset with right now. <laughs> oh, Especially because I've been making so much fun of you, Matt, for never being able to win the second right. game. You're the, exactly. one, you're the one that's always, always on those sides. Side. Yeah. Always. Meanwhile, I'm going in to change our, our Listen, overlay right dang now. Apparently, Oriole knew something. I'm going to say that he's like, he's he's got the gift of prophecy. He knew all this time that you really weren't going to win. Oh, gosh. He didn't say it today, though, that you weren't going to win. Oh. He didn't make that comment. Oh. Oh, yeah, well. you're right. I you did it. You, did, but you, look, you didn't name it and claim it. <laughs> no, I didn't name it and claim it. <laughs> Does 
Can you name it and claim it for your friends? No. Oh. <laughs> Can't name it and claim it for anything. <laughs> well, but no, I mean, hey, Mo, look on the bright side, though. At least you've got you're smarter. You've beat them in trivia things before, so you can true. take it that. So, but here's the thing: I want to be funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about being smarter. <laughs> uh, well, stupid Canva's sticking it to me because it won't let me uh, change it right now. So I'll have to do it later. Because even Canva can't believe that you won. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like a, our whole website was not prepared for this. Sorry. This must be a mistake. <laughs> well, thank you three so much for, and I, and of course, you know we're we're joking and we're very appreciative Absolutely. of you playing and yes. being judges for yeah. us. Very fun. We're Thanks definitely going to keep us. playing this game in the future because it is hilarious. It is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to end the call. Thank you all again so much. Love y'all. Thanks. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Have a good one. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> you know you're picking up all those cards, right? <laughs> you threw across the room. Listen, I will pick anger. up. Hold on. I will pick up all those cards when you pick up the trash that's been sitting over there for uh, about a year. A Why don't you take a look? Oh, you actually Why don't did you take it? a look? Is it a that new year? That bag is gone. Is it a new year? <laughs> We really are starting I out. I clean this whole, well, most of this room. <laughs> Enough of this room for you to not be able to make fun of me. Oh, gosh, that was fun. All right. That let's take fun. another quick break. When we come back, Radio Matt joined the real AA batteries to rank the top 20 Christian albums of 2021. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. So over the last week, I played Guardians of the Galaxy, the new video game, and for me personally, it was the best game of 2021. But also, it was kind of fun because the main antagonist in the game is a church. Haha, <laughs> yay. Um... It's the Universal Church of Truth, which is a villain in the Marvel 616 universe. But uh, the short version is these people have learned to turn faith into a energy source that can be harnessed and applied in a scientific way. So like literally your faith can be sucked away to burn fuel and energy and stuff like that. Um, and the sales pitch as they're calling it is the promise is that if they, everybody just gives up their life here, lets their faith be sucked away. Um, they'll be reunited with their loved ones. And while, you know, I hear the same things you hear when you say things like that. Um, it it was kind of like obviously villainous and creepy and stuff like that. Um, but the idea of it was that you give up your life, let your faith be a way to get out of this world so you can be reunited with your people in this new promise. And while I know there are some similarities to our faith, you know, we do expect eternal life and we do want to be reunited with our loved ones. The reality is, even though there is an eternity ahead, leaving this world isn't the plan. In John 17, Jesus is praying, and he says this in verse 15. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. And then jumping down in verse 18, it says, As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. 
um, our faith isn't a shortcut where we bypass the life that we're living so that we can get to a reward and a reunion. You know, there are rewards and reunions ahead, but we need to never lose focus on the fact that we are meant to be here and now to do the good work of the kingdom of God here and now and to love people as God called us. If we get so focused on a distant reward, we miss the whole reason we're here, right here and right now. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. When today's show is over, check out lovethynerd.com. It's positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. If that's you, if you believe in our ministry and would like to partner with us, visit lovethynerd.com slash partner. You can even choose to directly support LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Recently, I joined at the Real AA Batteries on IG Live for our yearly tradition of looking back on the music that made the year special. We each came up with our own list of the top 20 Christian albums of the year and compared them. Today, we'll take you through the first half of that list, counting down from 20 through 11. Here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andrew from AA Batteries. I'm going. I'm going to be going live with LTN Radio really soon. Bang. Hello, hello. What's up? Can you hear me all right? Yep, I can. Can you hear me? I can. Long time no see. How are you doing? It's been a minute. I'm doing all right, man. Doing okay. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Christmas and New Year's good? This year, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, lost my mother-in-law a few, few months ago, so we thought it'd be a lot harder than it was, but... It was more uh, more hopeful, good memories and stuff like that. So yeah. we're 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 happy. That's <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I'm excited to get into this list, man. Oh yeah, I've been, uh, waiting, for, I've been waiting for this. You know, yeah, last year was a I lot was... of fun. This year's going to be equally as fun. <laughs> So we were supposed to do this last Monday, so I was all hyped. I had the yeah. thing ready. I was like, let's go. And then technical issues. Mm-hmm. So I was so I, I was following your page, and I noticed that you were posting your top 20 songs of 2021. Yeah, we did that for uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah. So we played we played them, had a show, we put together for it, and then we posted them as they went. So that that'll give you a a hint as to some of the stuff. But really, uh, for the most part, uh, you might you might notice a lot of the same artists on that list in this list. But the albums are are at least half different because <laughs> yeah. full album judging a full album is so much different than just judging singles and you know yeah. special things that can be very standout songs but the rest of the album is garbage so uh yeah it's it's not going to be a one-to-one was it hard was it hard for you to pick out 
your favorite, your top albums? Honestly, this year it wasn't. Last year it was. This year, I don't think honestly there were all that many. Like I actually almost struggled to get to twenty. Um, this year, and I I don't think it's because I don't think there were a a larger percentage of bad albums. I just think there weren't as many albums. Period. Uh, because this would have been most albums, you know, are started at least the year before, you know, 2020, I don't think a lot of bands were diving into new material. Maybe they were, I don't know, but I just didn't seem, I didn't, I didn't nearly have as many uploads this year for the radio station as I did last year or any of the years previous. So do you feel like that there has been a transition to just artists releasing singles? Oh, definitely. There's a lot more, uh, a lot more of, of that when it comes to, because everything right now, uh, well, a heavy drive is TikTok and, uh, Instagram stories. Um, like if you can get your song popular, um, popular enough to be used over and over again on TikTok, you got it made for a while, uh, <laughs> because people are going to be jumping onto your content, uh, nonstop. I really do think that the the idea of putting something out every month or even every other week is is becoming a more and more common thing now that albums in general, like physical albums, <laughs> are almost going by the wayside. Like when was the last time you bought a CD? Like I don't I forever ago for me. Now, now CD, I, I, I believe that CDs are like um, are about to like get get a hit. Vinyl is still popular just because it's vintage. Yeah, like it so, came back into yeah. popularity. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure we'll see the same thing with cassette tapes and CDs. No, I, I don't think so. Honestly, does it have the doesn't have the draw that a that a vinyl does? Vinyl, whatever right. however you pronounce it. <laughs> You, you ready to get into this? Yeah, yeah. I'll let you lead the show. So you just okay, you tell so, me what we're doing. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So we're good. Oh, oops, my bad. Uh oh, <laughs> you're, you're gone. Yep, I am. There we go. My car may do that. I'm coming for my car. Just, just right now to keep it quiet. So are you in a are you in a McDonald's parking lot? No, just uh, in my apartment complex parking lot. Okay. So, I know you suggested that. That's what, yeah, that was my suggestion. There was a time we didn't have internet at all, and that's what I would do. I would just go up to McDonald's, sit in the parking lot, get myself a, a Coke, and sit in, the, sit in the parking lot for three or four hours doing work. That, that works. works, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to start from 20 and then just go from there. All right, back and forth, yep. countdown. We can do that. Okay, so my for for number twenty, it's going to be Judah's three plus seven. Um, so originally Judah released an album called Seven earlier this year. Then he released another album called Three Plus Seven, basically just adding three extra songs to it. Mm -hmm. I've heard of I've heard of Judah before. But I've never really give him, given him a full listen, and honestly, I've been missing out. It's just. I'm a sucker for original worship, uh, original and creative worship albums. There have been plenty of congregational worship that's just that that honestly, it just doesn't really 
affect me or doesn't really interest me that much. With Judah, he brings his own style. He brings his own passion. He brings his own uniqueness to the project. And he's just fun to listen, fun to, listen to on this project. Now, the production value is not as good. Bear in mind, though, bear in mind, though he does a lot of the production himself. So give, give him some credit where credit is due, though. And his lyrics are honest and, origi and original. And he has some good guests guest uh, artists on there, such as John Foreman, Amanda Lindsay Cook, and John, John Guerrera. It's just a, it's, it honestly is one of the best uh, worship albums of, tw of 2021. And I also noticed that uh, one of Judah's songs, it actually made, uh, actually was number one for the uh, countdown, Irresponsible. Mm -hmm. Which isn't on that album. Uh, no, it's he, just a single by itself. No, but, yeah, it's like three extra singles in 2021. You sure did, yeah. Is, which is really interesting just because you can hear the production quality getting better on those singles from the last mm -hmm. album. So I'm really excited to hear more from him in the future, but he's my, he's at number 20 for me. All right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from talking on him because that is on my list as well later on. Okay. Um, but number 20, uh, I have Crowder with uh, milk and honey. Uh, so kind of, you know, Crowder's Crowder style has always been this kind of weird worship, hip hop, country rock blend. Uh, but it just works. I'm not sure any other artist could pull it off as best as, as good as he can. Um, he's got his own style, but you know, he's got sweet G, you know, sweet Jesus, higher power, good God almighty, all just their, their worship songs, but not the kind of cookie cutter worship song stuff that you normally hear, uh, in ad nauseum rotation uh, on K Love and what have you, um, just fun stuff. You know, it's 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 worship that makes you want to move. You know, which yeah. <laughs> which uh, is a rarity these days. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all long drawn out eleven minute ethereal stuff these days, and yeah, I'm not I'm not digging that as much. But uh, like, yeah, Crowder Milk and Honey. Or Carrie Joe, Bethel, that yeah. kind of stuff. Kane Carnes, yeah. Or not Kane Carnes, Cody Carnes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on, the, we're on to 19 now? 19. Okay, 19 for me is Blanca with Renovada. Um, so for those, of you who, for those of you who do not know, there used to be a, uh, a band called Group One Crew. Um, that was in the mid that was in the mid two thousands, and Blanca was part of that group. It was pretty much like the Christian Black Eyed Peas, uh, pretty much. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's a that's a fair fair equation. But here's the thing, though, uh, Blanca was a better singer than Fergie, um, and <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just being honest here. Uh, Blanca just has an amazing voice, and it just shines on this EP. It's all in Spanish, but it's just but the but the beats are solid. It's well. It's well produced, and it's got some pretty pretty good uh, guest uh, vocalists as well, such as Gavi and What Up RG on there as well. And, and I just I just love uh, hearing Blanca sing. She has just an ama amazing voice, and it shines on each song on that EP. So if you never heard of that EP, go give it a listen. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So that's my, that's number nineteen. Yeah, I was wondering why I hadn't heard of that before, and it's probably because it was all in Spanish. I didn't even give it a listen. Uh, <laughs> but 
And honestly, I don't think I put two and two together that that's the Blanca from uh, Group One Crew. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give it a listen. It's a uh, no. oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, pl- I was please finish your thought. Tangent, but, uh, <laughs> you go ahead with your 19. All right. 19 for me is uh, Holy Rebellion by Holland. Um, specifically the tracks like Wish It Were That Easy and Headspace. Uh, this takes her into more of a, 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 a pop persona, which she's kind of been doing in the, in the recent years, you know, a little more popish, a little less hip hop. Uh, you know, she came, came up under, you know, Toby Mac, you know, as, as one of the, one of the singers, one of the backup singers for him constantly. Um, but yeah, this, this is, she's been doing a lot more music that leans toward like relationships and, uh, I'd say a, a steady mix of relationship songs and then religious okay. songs, which I'm fine with. I think that's a trend that we're seeing more and more lately is that Christian artists are more and more willing to sing about things that aren't just, just faith, you know, <laughs> like faith is an as- aspect of everything, but our lives are still made up of every other kind of emotion and relationship yep, yep. and thing to deal with. Why has it been so uh, ostracizing to sing about them? Um, but uh Holy Rebellion is a. Uh, I don't want to just. I don't want to use the word fun because that's too simplistic. But it's it it it's poppy and yet deep deeper. You know, it brings you into more of a uh, introspective thought process when it comes to how we handle relationships, how we handle breakups, how we handle getting back together. Those kind of things. I like it a lot, Very especially cool. as someone who's been married for uh, sixteen. 17 years, I don't know how long, a long time, long enough for me to forget how long it's been. Uh, you know, I don't remember those, those feelings, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. of breaking up. And if, so I'm, I'm living that kind of vicariously through these songs, <laughs> <laughs> what it would be like. <laughs> cool. Cool. Number 18. So for, for this one, I maybe may have cheated a little bit. Uh, Cause um. I got a tie. I got a tie for 18 here. You did this last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> you wound up having, like, your top 27 albums because you had so many ties. <laughs> I've only got two ties for this, for this one. <laughs> I'll let it slide. <laughs> I found loopholes. I found loopholes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, the first one is Flames EP Christ for You. Yeah, okay. So, with this one, like the beats are something that you would hear on any um on, on any rap album. And his, you know, his vocals are are just straight up, you know, flame style. What separates this though is I felt like sitting in a theological seminary listening to this EP. It's all it's like from what I could t- from what I've heard he uh Flame actually went to sem- seminary for a masters in theology or or something like that. Hmm. And it shows in this EP. He t- he the main topic of this EP is the bread and wine of Christ and talking about like the council of Nicaea and ta- and talking about all these specifics of church history and what it really means uh, what it re- what the bread and wine of Christ really means. It actually was a very engaging list, engaging listen, and that's kind of what like separates it from all the other uh, from all the other stuff that I've listened to over the past year. So that's so. 
I'm reading some of the lyrics now, and I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. He. That's he interesting. You need to like for um, a person needs to like listen to that EP multiple times to fully like understand what he's like talking about. Pretty much, he goes deep on this, and I've never really heard that in a rap album. Yeah. Before. Flame has always been kind of hit or miss for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. but. I don't even recall seeing this in my, my list of releases. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing, I would have remembered that uh, cover. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm interested in seeing what that's about. I'm going to give that a shot. And the next, <clears throat> and the, the other tie is Indie Tribe. All right. Indie Tribe's upper hand. So now that one is just a fun album, you know, led by no big deal. And, and along with, uh, Mowgli, the Iceberg, and John Keith. It's just a fun album. Each artist gets their time to shine. No Big Deal is obviously the more famous artist, but each but each artist that is on that on that um, just is just as good as No Big Deal. Honestly, it's a like um, he's not as good as other rap. Rap groups in the past, such as Cross Move It or Grits or T or Deep Space Five, but I'm excited to hear more from Indie Tribe. Though it's it's really good. It's a really good album to listen to. All right, all right, all right. Uh, number eighteen for me is uh, a collaboration between Hyper Fenton and Jay Stew. It's called Summer's Back. It's an EP. Um, that's <laughs> it's okay. The way that I described it here, it's a bunch of hip pop synth wave rap songs designed to make pool parties bangers. That's how I described it. That's great. Um, but the, the, the best track in it is uh, must win, uh, which features, um, uh, Oh gosh. Why can't I remember their names? The two guys, Oh, Marty and, and, and Fern. I don't remember their group name Social now. Club Social Club Misfits. Thank you. Yes. Uh, features them on it. It's really fun. I just, I never heard of Hyper Fenton until this year. And he's one of those that does a lot of the singles as opposed to putting out, a, uh, you know, a lot of full albums. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I found, I think the first song I found him was Meditation. It might have been last year. It might have been the end of last year. But the first one I saw was Meditation, and since then I've been following him nonstop. Uh, we've added so much of his back catalog to the station. Uh, but he released he released two EP albums this year. I, actually, I don't know if this qualifies as an EP or not. It was like eight songs. Um, but Summer's Back that he did with Jay Stu, and then he released another one. This is just kind of an honorable mention. It's not – oh, no, it's not an honorable mention because I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I forgot. That's on my list too. All right, so he's on my list twice. We'll talk about him again later on. <laughs> really cool. That's what I That's why I love talking to you about music. I get to hear all these artists I've never uh, heard of. So. Well, you do that to me too sometimes, man. Sometimes I get it's, – it's easy to get um, – Hyper focus on artists you already know, you know when you're when you're looking for new music to yeah. to put on a radio station. So, artists and albums that are more popular, of course, put in put into your vision first. But you, when you're looking for things that are off the beaten path, you still kind of look for the ones that you're already familiar with. So every now and then, if I can hear uh, someone else say, "Hey, have you heard this before?" and I get surprised that I haven't, 
you know, it, it, it's, it's good. It makes me grow as a, as a yeah. safety manager. <laughs> okay. What's your number, number 17? 17. So at number 17, I've got worship forever by Michael W. Smith. Mm. So Michael W. Smith has been in the game for a very, very long time. Like and, 42 years. About that much. Well, so he's, he, he released music in the eighties. So mm-hmm. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. And okay. Now this album is honestly really special because I don't know if you know, remember this, but 20 years ago, he re, 20 years ago, he released an album called worship. Um, right. Yes. And, uh, and that's, that album was played on repeat when I was in junior high. Um, I worship remember, and the next one worship again. Yeah. Both of yep, them. Yep. My mom played that on repeat. And honestly, it it holds, it holds a special place in my heart. So when I saw that this album was getting like a a, a, re, a remake or an update or whatever, I was like, I'm very interested in listening to this. And honestly, it holds up very well. And it also is just refreshing to hear some uh, 90s worship songs, such as uh, Above above All, such as above all, dude. Such, uh, such as Heart of Worship. With Matt Redman as a guest vocalist, what? It's and uh, also Awesome God, as well. That has an awesome drum line at the beginning. And uh, and wow. honestly, it's like it doesn't follow like the congregational like vibe that uh, most worship albums have. It's very heartfelt, and also it has like a cinematic feel with the string with the strings added in. It's just. Uh, it's just a really enjoyable listen and just takes me back 20 year 20 years ago too it's very nostalgic michael w smith did a really fantastic job with this so yeah i didn't realize that this album was a was was doing like older music uh mm-hmm. i thought this was just i just thought this was a late third edition to that uh trilogy well, so it also it also is interesting just because he released it a twenty like the album released twenty years ago on nine eleven, so, uh, so basically it released like around the when the twin towers fell. Wow. So, so and then and then this past year it was the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. So he released right. so he released it around the same time. Okay, so he's got Forever, Heart of Worship, Draw Me Close, wow, above all. And so these were all live? These were all live, yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. I might need to give this one a listen. He's got a couple of newer ones in there. He's got uh, More Love, More Power. He's got Waymaker in there. Oh, Let It Rain, dude. Let It Rain from those original yes. albums. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> turn, put it, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Open the eyes of my heart. Yeah, he's going. He's going old school for a lot of these. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, number seventeen for me is uh, Angie Rose's Unstoppable EP. Uh, this is one of the songs that were on my list uh, for the best songs, which is Meet Me Heaven on Earth. Uh, but also she's got a song called Not a Monster on there that I really like. Uh, she is a fantastic Hispanic influenced, uh, rap, also semi pop album. Um, feel, you feel just as homeless at home listening to this in the club as you would in the youth room. So my opinion is, uh, Meet Me Heaven on Earth really is, a uh, is one of those that it's, it's, 
it rides that perfect line of, of you threw man club because I mean it's yeah. it's yeah. it's talking about uh, <laughs> well it's you know there's a, there's a direct lyric of you know meet me at the party you know I'm not yeah. just anybody but it's uh, talking about how I I'm I'm gonna get you so hyped for Jesus I'm, I'd make an atheist say hallelujah you know that kind of thing it's you know it's <laughs> Um, so it's, it's, it's just fun. I, this is the first I've heard of her. Um, and I, I can't give you a whole lot of background on her. Uh, but I think she's going to be bringing a lot more, uh, to the party here in the next few years. Uh, so that's, that's definitely fun. someone to watch Angie Rose. <laughs> what do you got for 16? 16. I got Imago Amor by Remedy Drive. Mm. So- uh, so remedy, like I remember Remedy Drive during my high school college days, but they they honestly got more like independent and as and focusing more on fighting human trafficking with um, raising money for uh, awareness and a, a fight uh, with that good cause. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. And this and this album, it doesn't. This album, it some songs touch on that, but but even then from beginning to end it's just it's remedy it's remedy drive they start they uh, two of the song two uh, songs on there that are just fun to listen to dragons dragons is good like a, it's just like a fun rocker just to start off the album then each then each song gets then after that though it gets pretty mellow but it's still enjoyable it's still enjoyable though yeah and that's more that's more Remedy Drive style, at least in the last few years, is the more mellow stuff. But uh, Dragons, I did enjoy a lot. Now, one of my favorite tracks, well, songs of the year, though, was "Using My Name." Um, it's that that album is just a piano-driven song, just talking about kind of like the hypocrisy of the church mm. uh, of some churches, and it's just raw, honest, and real. And there have been, and uh, I appreciate those songs that are just. They're not just for radio play. They're to call, they're to call out um, either some certain people or certain organizations for hypocritical actions or whatever. But so, but yeah, and those are the kinds that you won't hear on the radio. <laughs> no, no, no. But those are the that. kinds that we tend to play <laughs> stuff that you don't hear on the radio. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, with lyrics like lustful pride, bribes, and lies of the arrogant as yep. lyrics. Yeah, you're not going to hear that on <laughs> It's not quite that positive, encouraging, uplifting song they're looking for. Nope. You're not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I, I don't think I listened to much more than Dragons on there because I knew they were going back. To, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the normal Remedy Drive style. Um, but I might need to go listen to that one for sure. For sure. Yeah. Interesting lyrics. All right. Number 16 for me, this one, I don't know if it's cheating or not. I don't know if it counts or not. Uh, and I think that's been up in the air since the first album that was this way, but I have Kanye West's Donda in this list. Um, or I guess he's yay now legally. He legally changed his name to Ye. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, not as good as Jesus is King, uh, but I still think it's pretty dang inventive. Uh, it, it's on here almost as a work of art as opposed to an album, <laughs> because that's kind of how his style has been to be uh, <laughs> outside of the box, uh, yeah. ly- lyrically, musically, um, 
but he's got songs like Jail, Heaven and Hell, uh, a lot of interesting standouts. Controversial, of course, given uh, several non-believers featured both on the album and on his weird tour. Uh, but still, face value, it's a, it's a bit of a, an overlong mess with a few very spectacular highlights, uh, which is... You know, again, not as good as Jesus King. Jesus King, I think, was a a solid, you know, high point. Uh, yeah. But but this one, this one's more coming down, talking more about his own struggles in uh, trying to live this new kind of Christ life, Christ like life, but still being freaking Kanye West and how yes. Yes. that's got to be very difficult. <laughs> Sure. Um, I don't mind so much personally that he has, you know, non non-believers in there because in most of the songs, they're still trying to talk about religious things, or at least in some, m- many of them anyway. And they're talking about their spirituality, even if they, these people haven't reached a, a, uh, you know, a crescendo of coming to Christ. Uh, I don't, I don't ever want to discourage artists who aren't believers from singing about their journey to trying to find some sort of faith or trying to find hope. Uh, because I think that is going to touch a lot of people who are in that yeah. same boat. Yeah. And even that in and of itself can bring people to Christ. If they hear, Oh, well, this, this artist that, you know, normally they're out there talking about butts and money, <laughs> just let out this whole, whole verse about, you know, the, the things that they're struggling with and searching for hope and searching for faith. And, and it's like, okay, so this is a normal thing that I'm feeling. I'm going to expo- explore that, you know, myself. So yeah, sure. I, yeah. So I, I don't begrudge that as a, uh, a tactic. I think we're at a point too where, Christian music is sometimes going the other direction in that we are getting a little bit more mainstream, but not in the bad way that we used to think of it as like, not just, you know, crossing over, like, you know, they gave all kinds of heck to Amy Grant back then 40 years ago when she became, you know, a pop artist as opposed to a Christian artist. But in this way, we're more bleeding into uh, just kind of a reality zone. We're, 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 we're fading out a little bit of the Jesus and puppies box that we put our music in. And like talking about real stuff, uh, Andy Minio is one of the people that I think of right away when I hear that. Cause you hear, especially this, the, the track, uh, tracks off the album that he has this year really gets into like deep questions, deep struggles. He talks about, you know, cussing, talks about, you know, uh, whether or not he's actually listening to what God's saying, if he even wants to, you know, all these kind of real struggles that we deal with real life. Like I said, like I was saying with, uh, um, I don't even remember whatever the other album, is. <laughs> yeah. real things that we're not allowed to talk to, uh, talk about on, on Christian radio these days. So, uh, I am firmly fine with putting Kanye West, uh, in this, this list. <laughs> Well, I, I honestly feel like that Christian Christian radio pushed has pushed out rap, has pushed out rock, has pushed out all of these different artists. Basically, say basically saying if you don't conform to our style, then we're not going to play you. So right now, it's like they'll, they'll throw a bone to the softest kill it song on the album that's usually still re-recorded, even softer for K Love. And that's about it. <laughs> a Toby Mac song. That'll be the other thing. That's their rap demographic and Skillet is their rock demographic. And they got it covered. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Uh, yeah, which is a bummer because there's so much more awesome music on there uh, in this world that we're just not hearing about. Well, well, I know for me, like one of the re- one of the ways that I've known about all this music is because going to JesusFreakHideout.com and looking at mm-hmm. all the releases, I ain't going to Christian radio or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just searching for that myself on Spotify, on YouTube. Yeah, and that honestly is a that. Or that honestly, a lot of rock and rap artists they just gave up on Christian radio or Christian labels altogether. Either go independent, or they they just go their own way, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, you are right there. All right, what's okay. your uh, fifteen? We're already wow, we're a fourth of the way through. Well, I I have nothing is ordinary. Everything is beautiful by Apollo Ltd. Oh, I forgot all about that album. That's not on my list, but it should be. So, uh, so now I first listen. I first listened to the song like on the way up 2.0 from from Back Row Radio when it was called Back Row Radio. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then I noticed that they released an album this this past year. So I'm like, okay, I'll give this a listen to. Because I know they're pop, and I, I and I wasn't really expecting much, but it's this is fine quality pop music. Though. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Just this isn't just Christian radio. There are Christian radio like ready songs on there, such as "You" or or even or um, let me see here or even "Rulers" or "Patience." Yeah. Even. But it's but they took it seriously. They weren't just going to do some Jeremy Camp. Uh, pop music. I'm sorry. I hate Jimmy Camp's sound. Right? Oh no! Oh, that right hurts. now, give me, give me grunge, Jeremy Camp. That's, uh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I like the old sound version a lot better. But a <laughs> LTD like leans into the pop music in all the right ways. It's just a fun listen. And plus, yeah. like, Good Day has Social Club Misfits on there. Good day, yeah, that's my favorite. That's honestly one of the hot, one of the highlights of the album. Honestly, every For sure. song is just fun. Every song is every song is honestly just in, an enjoyable listen. Honestly, <laughs> like Apollo LTV has made uh, a pop music in all the right ways. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't put that on my list, man. I forgot all about that album. I really did. Uh, but yeah, the, the Apollo LTD is is um, let's see the first one, the first the first song that I heard from theirs was the one that where they were tired of L.A. That's what it was. Okay, tired of L.A. Which you know that one is that one sounded more like a just a secular mainstream kind of song. It, it didn't seem to be all that focused on. Uh, spirituality until you really dug in deeper into the lyrics, but, uh, and what they're trying to say. But that's what, that was my first experience. And I'm like, this is, this is interesting. This is, this is, this is pleasant to listen to. <laughs> it didn't matter what the lyrics were. I'm like, I like this. And so, yeah, uh, we play a lot of them. For uh, sure. 15, 15 for me is, uh, Switchfoot in Tarabang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. they, this, this one, so, Switchfoot is weird in that, like every every other album, they do one that's full of, um, like earworm songs, easy to sing along, easy to yes. remember, and then ones with just incredibly weird runs, incredibly long lyrics, 
things that aren't yeah. catchy and quick, but Fair are enough. still very good. Uh, so <laughs> this album is one of those kind of weird ones. Uh, the hard way I need you to be wrong. Uh, it's, it's, it's not the, it's not the same album as native tongue was, you know, a couple of years ago, it's a completely different style of album, which is what they've done their whole career. Really? Uh, but it's full, uh, that was full of catchy pop hooks. Native tongue was this one's more nuanced and it requires several listens to fully appreciate just like that other album you were talking about. Uh, and some might not take it that far because this is kind of more of an experimental nature, uh, album. A lot of the tracks are a little bit weird. Um, but I think it's really worth it. It's worth giving it fully, uh, yep. several full listens. Uh, it's one of, <sighs> it reminds me of when I first got the Jesus Freak album. And for the first like five years that I owned that, that album, I skipped Mind's Eye, the song, yeah, the next to last song on the album. Because yep. I thought, this is just weird. Every time I listen to it, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to listen to it anymore. And it wasn't until like, you know, five or six years after I had the album, which I played nonstop, that I gave it another listen. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I just didn't yeah. give it enough. I didn't give it enough of a chance. <laughs> that's that's kind of what this album feels like to me. Um, but of course, it's it's lyrically beautiful vocally beautiful the music is amazing as always which foot is one of the the kings of their genre for sure so uh give it give it several full listens that's my advice (laughs) (laughs) number so number 14 for me i've got you gotta say something for pan from panther city riots uh i'm surprised at how different our lists are i'm very surprised um, like for me, I, like I, I had like a criteria for like grading, like what would what I would consider like the best albums uh, of the year. So uh, for this one though, it's this like this is an independent band. I like half of these artists I'm talking about, I've never even heard of. Yeah, um, I'm not sure I've heard this one. It doesn't yeah, look familiar. Release. And you could on you hear the album and you think it comes straight from the eighties or the nineties. It's I it, love albums is, like that. The focus is on the synth, honestly. And it's and each each song is carefully crafted. It sounds simple, but it's still very it's still a very well done album, honestly. It's kind of it's kind of has a punk rock synth be, synth feel to it. it. Each song is good. The last three songs for me personally are uh, my favorite my favorites out of the track without uh, without your love let me see if I can remember this off the top of my head um, but don't look back and then forever and I always I like the last track specific the last the um, without your love and forever I'm a sucker for rock for uh, rock albums that have one or two worship tracks <laughs> mm, yeah 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 and both those both without your love and forever are just are are just plain worship tracks and without saying the word god or jesus you know the whole u2 vibe uh, pretty much mm, so gotcha yeah yeah this looks like one i'm gonna listen to as soon as we're done talking tonight <laughs> sounds, sounds good. uh okay where are we at uh, uh 14. 14 
right, 14. This this one is a, a surprising uh, addition even for me because I don't tend to go for bands like this. Uh, but I have Kane uh, with Rise Up on here. Uh, worship music tends to all sound the same to me. It's a, it's a muddy genre. Uh, but Kane, I just, it, they have something special. They have something special about them. Uh, and their, their song Rise Up, Lazarus, uh, hits very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, this is their original. I think it's already been covered by a couple bands, but this is their original song. Great album, great vocalists. Uh, just, it's a, it's, it's still in that genre of, Typical worship music that you would hear. Yeah. Uh, this, the, you know, I mean, this band you will hear on K Love, but I think it's just a step above. They're doing it in a a more um, ideal way <laughs> yes, <I get laughs> for the listener. So, uh, yeah, this and they're new. I mean, they're brand new, but uh, really good stuff. Can I, does it have like We the Kingdom vibes to it? <laughs> Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, we, the kingdom is also kind of in that, that, uh, wheelhouse for me. Oh, that's even one of their albums <laughs> live at the wheelhouse, uh, free. Amen. Um, but no, uh, stay dead. What do they do? Kids are going nuts out there. Can you hear my kids? Oh yeah. That's why I'm in my car. So gosh, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, they have a very, we, the kingdom vibe to them. <laughs> my gosh he's just going <laughs> running up and down the hallway yeah I'm sure you'd hear my kids in the background if I was in my house as well so. Suave Coleone what is up he's in your chat right now yes yeah I love that guy <laughs> good music good music alright 13 what's your 13 Okay, number 13. Now, uh, it, this album's car, called Dart by Crumb. Um, have you ever heard of Crumb before? Yes, yes. Crumb, uh, and he also does a lot of albums with, oh, what's his name? Anyway, yes, I have heard of Crumb. Yeah. K-U-R-M, right? K-U-R-M? Yes. yes. Yeah. So formerly known as Plato, he's been in the he's been in the hip hop scene, underground hip hop. Hold scene. up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's what? Plato? Yeah. He changed his I didn't know style. that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was just a brand new person I never heard of. We play a couple of his songs. I've never I guess I've never played them close enough together. Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry to derail you there. Go right ahead. That no, just okay. caught me it's by okay. surprise. Yeah. I was like, he changed the name like a couple of years ago. Like, I think 2016 or 17 or something like that. Wow. Rebranded, I guess. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. But with Crumb, with Crumb though, I, this is actually one out of my two uh, slots that I have for him. He actually released two albums this year. Um, wow. One of, and now he's very under the radar. Like, yeah. Very indie. Like you got indie, then you got very, <laughs> then you got very indie where you don't really, never really heard of the, heard of the artist before. But with with Dart, it's it's more of a concept. He actually has a book tied to that album. Uh, Dart stands for Dirty Angels Ride Tonight, and it, it, and if you've ever heard of Plato before, it, um, if you've ever heard of Plato's stuff in years past, this is. 
This is full-on Plato through and through. His own style, his own charm and charisma in each and every track. And he's still got the heart and the passion uh, uh, behind it all. You got the slick beats with some uh, solid guest artists, including Propaganda and Sonny from POD. Um, it's just, it honestly is just a really well done uh, rap album. The last track, the last track, honestly hits deep because it's all about his relationship with his son. So um, I that I personally, I personally just uh, that's personally one of my favorites, just because that just hits home being a parent. So I know I know we have songs from him, but I think they're all collaborations with a, another artist called Theory Has It. Yep. Yep. Um, and so I don't think I have anything just by him. And so I, it's Dart, and then the other one he releases here is Black Lung. Is that correct? Yep. That and that's in my list as well. Okay. We won't. We can talk about it then. Then, but yeah, I'll, I'm going to write those down and check those out. Yeah, he's not on any of my uh, new releases lists because he is so under the radar. But I am honestly shocked that that's Plato. I really didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. See, this is why this is why you you are a benefit to me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Plenty> of service. <laughs> so uh, thirteen for me is Fall Star uh, with their album Sun Breather. Um, this is just a solid rock. Whoa! Did you lose your drop your phone? There I dropped go. my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Only the best high quality. You know? <laughs> Uh, Fall Star, it's, uh, Breather is one of the songs, the, the title track. They have Cloud Chamber, Waiting. Uh, it's, a, it's an incredibly riff-heavy album full of very thoughtful, uh, enticing lyrics. Uh, this was actually the first year that I'd heard of them, but they've been around for a good long while. Yeah. Um, but uh, this th- their newest album, very fun, and uh, has made me go back and check out some of their older stuff as well. I don't have a whole lot to say about them because I don't really know all, all that much about them, but... Uh, Really good stuff. Yeah. So, my for number twelve, I've got Sarah Groves with "What Makes It Through." So, mm. Sarah, you know, Sarah Groves has been a CCM artist that has been in the game for almost twenty years, I think. Good while, yeah, good long while. And honestly, like with each track, you've got like some CCM artists who uh, know their audience and stick with their sound. Don't want to push create creativity or push any boundaries. And then you have other artists who are, who still are very popular, but still push boundaries and push how creative they can be. And that is this album right here with what makes, what makes it through Um, pulling in different, different um, pulling in different instruments. And what do you know? I need to do this again. There you go. Pulling in, pulling in different instruments and using introspective and really unique lyrics to to describe, uh, you know, relationships and situations that come that come on in life. And plus, when I listen to that album, her voice is just so clean. It's just so uh, beautiful. Honestly, just it just sounds so pure and 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 innocent. And it's just a wonderful, uh, wonderful. Uh, album to experience honestly so that's so that would be my number 12 right there all righty um my number 12 is a formerly independent band who just got signed uh 
I guess it was mid 2020. Uh, but they're, they're a band called Relent. Uh, very heavy rock band. Uh, gives you, uh, it's kind of, it gives me thousand foot crutch vibes, honestly. Uh, their first album, uh, entitled Rise, I think it was, was re released when they signed with Rockfest Records. Um, but, and that was last year, but they came out with a new album this year called Heavy. Uh, and the album is exactly what it entails. Uh, it is very heavy, both in, uh, music and in, in topics. Um, they talk about pretty much all the, all the worst things <laughs> in this world, uh, including there's a, there's a whole song that, that talks about like rape and, and sexual abuse. There's, 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 uh, this is not a pop in and drive to the coast, you know, with the, with the top down kind of album, but it's a, a very, very deep, very, very, um, both soul crushing and yeah. inspiring at the same time. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> but they have songs like heavy ghost, low last days, uh, they're all amazing songs dealing with very heavy topics. Um, and I'd recommend going and getting their, their re-release of the first album too. rise. Uh, it says that the, there's the song on there called a uh, send a miracle is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, it, it really does. It feels like a, it feels like a song for a WWE entrance, oh. you know, like a wrestler. coming. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, this, this is a, this is a band that really uh really lived on the grind as an independent rock band for a long time and i feel like it's hard for christian rock bands to get signed at all these days uh but they're they're killing it so uh heavy by relent (laughs) okay okay so this is my last tie right here so (laughs) at number 11 shenanigans we got both hard rock albums we've got this one band called panto crator with marching out of babylon then we have uh, i hope i'm pronouncing this right phineas with the fire phineas yeah yeah phineas is good it's like hard rock good hard rock albums are do not are not as prevalent as they used to be honestly um, like back in like high, my high, like the early two thousands to mid two thousand, uh, you would hear like hard rock Christian Christian albums left and left and right. I would yeah. like now there were a really lot. Hard to, they're really hard to come by, honestly, because there's no market for it in the Christian mm-hmm. realm anyway. But it's just so refreshing to hear it though, to hear like both of these uh, hard rock albums, and they're both different too. You got Pentacrator. Um, who's like from the gate one, like their first song. It's like, they just, you know what you're getting into with double, with double bass pedals and just crunchy guitars. It's like, it's, it it kind of just punches you in the face with how intense it is. And it just doesn't really, it does not slow down uh, from each song. And in most of the songs, the singer is just growling. Honestly, it's just so much. Um, yeah, they're they're one of those they're one of those Swedish yes metal bands, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> which 
we had to we had to draw the line with those with uh, LTN radio. Too many people are like, look, if I can't understand what they're saying, I'm not getting into it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we might be bringing back like a heavy metal like hour or something yeah. once a week or something soon because that was fun and I know there's a market for it at least briefly. <laughs> Progressive death metal. That's what it says they are. <laughs> there you go. Then you have, then I have, uh, Pentacator uh, is a good name, by the way, just before you jump into it. No alert. Uh, yeah. Cause that's, that's, um, they spell it with a K, but I mean, it's spelled with a C normally, which, yeah. uh, translates to almighty, all powerful. You know, it's a specific kind of way Christ is represented. Um, often him like holding the Bible, like in a painting, you know, like, or not, not the Bible specifically, but you know, scripture, yeah. uh, the Torah at the time. Uh, it's, that's a, that's a fun, that's a fun name, uh, choice. Yes. Like I always think, I always think we're going to run out of, uh, Christian iconic, iconography, uh, to repurpose as band names, but yep. they keep finding them. They keep finding them. <laughs> What was your second one in the tie? Again, Phineas. Phineas, yeah, Phineas, yeah. It's they're good. Like I listen to it, like I listen to that album, and honestly, it's like a combination, in my opinion, of Demon Hunter and Ivory Line. If ever, yeah, like the intense Demon Hunter, because yeah, Demon Hunter's gotten more mellow over the over the pre. uh, I mean, they alternate, yeah. They, yeah. They've got they've got their reimagined and their piece, but you know they came out with that uh, those two albums a couple of years ago, War and Peace together, yeah. and the War yeah. was legit. Yeah, uh, but so was the piece. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. So because you got you know because you got the soaring vocals, you've got the uh, yeah you got the awesome screams just thrown into the thrown into the mix. It's just something that you could listen to. You could listen to in the mid two thousands when you had like Under Oath, Demon Demon Hunter, when you had Under Oath, man, Fit for a King, and when you had the Showdown, when you had all of these iconic uh, hard rock Christian artists. Christian artists. Fit for a King's still there. Fit for a King's still there. It is Showdown too. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they actually released an album last year. Fit for a King. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain the showdown had a single this year. Really? Uh, let me see. But uh, Finny, Finny Haas, or yeah, however it's pronounced, I just call it Phineas, like Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that had uh, the storm in me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 one song that's definitely in our rotation. I love that one. Uh, but the showdown. Let me look at that real quick. Yeah, no, never mind. It was not, no, they didn't. I take it back. I'm thinking of the protest. They had a song called Show Up to the Showdown. Oh, okay. Uh, so never mind. <laughs> My memory failed me there. Uh, yeah, two good, two good options there. Um, I'm going to go a different direction. Back to Hyper Fenton, which, uh, <laughs> you know, one of those. Uh, happy white rappers. Um, but this, 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 this EP though, they came out with, it's called 2080, uh, 2080 EP. And this is him and, um, MoFlo music, MoFlo music. It is, I believe just three tracks that perfectly, perfectly blend a newer sound with an eighties sound. 
And that's why they call it 2080 as opposed to 1980. Um, I can't, I can't even really explain it to you. You just have to listen to it. It's a love letter to 80s music, but in a way that feels both nostalgic and brand new at the exact same time. Uh, my two favorite songs on that is That Way and Step by Step. And, uh, That Way, I believe, oh, it's one of them. One of those two starts out with a very familiar lyric from another 80s song. Yeah. And then, and then, dives into this whole brand new experience it's it was beautifully put together i'm kind of mad that it wasn't a full album of this because i would have been here for it all day uh but yeah 2080 by hyperfenton one of the most uh enjoyable listens of the year for sure make sure you join us again next week as we return to this discussion to count down the top 10 christian albums of 2021 But for now, that's the start of our list. But we want to know what you think. What do you think of the albums we've named so far? What albums do you hope are coming in the rest of the list? Come share your thoughts in our Discord at BackrowDiscord.com and the Respond to Show channel. Message us on any of the socials at the LTN or give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 575-562-8052 and we might use your response on the show next week. We'll be back with more. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer a question from Twitch. Today's question comes from Oriel Jedi. What is one resolution you have for the new year? Well, uh, you obviously have so many problems. Which one are you working on this year? <laughs> <laughs> you know? The face she just made. To succeed. <laughs> And taking over as the one and only host of the back row. Uh, Tad says your resolution is to lose to Matt. After I send you peaceably on your way to meet Jesus. <laughs> Listen, now if anything happens to you, I'm like. Now you've just admitted to the world. <laughs> Mo's the first Whoops. person they're going to be questioning yeah (laughs) it really wasn't me um whenever it happens (laughs) i mean i'm just saying i am not the one who threw him in green acres lake you know on the night of the 12th all i would have to do is trip you because one second in that lake and you're gone yeah that's like a like that vat that the Joker fell in. <clears throat> All right. Okay, you ready? Yeah, resolution so time. So I don't have a resolution. Actually, my resolution was to not make a resolution. Why? Okay, here's the thing. I have found out something about myself this past year. Okay. Uh, I fail a lot. And then when I fail, I like self-deprecate a lot. mm And kind of become like this ball of 
life hater and self hater. And it's not pretty and it's not good. So I'm choosing to not fail. And the only way to not fail is by not setting myself up for failure. Can't lose if you don't try. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying it's healthy and I'm not saying it's right, but it's a step. Okay. Uh, no, I too don't actually set resolutions because there is that mindset of you're going to, you know, every resolution pretty much fails by February, but I do have goals for this year. Um, my main goal, I guess, is to get back more consistently on keto, which I've been off and on with for the last several months. Uh, but I need to I need to hit that day where I lock it in like I had the first go around back in 2019. So my goal is to hit that sooner rather than later. And uh, I think I think. It'll be a little easier once I acclimate to this new life with this baby all the time. Because <laughs> I was doing, I actually was doing really good. Like I made it a solid week without screwing up. And then Deidre went back to work after her 16 weeks of maternity leave. And whoo boy, did it go out the window quick. Like day two of that. And I was like, I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> You can still get keto at Taco Bell. Yeah, but that's not That was the only the time I liked Taco Bell was when I was on keto. <laughs> that's not the way I got to go to Taco Bell, Mo. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, actually, you know, you could get you could get a Doritos Loco Taco for it's just 10 carbs. Really? Yeah. So, if every now and then if you just need a taste of Taco Bell, I think that taco is probably the the quintessential Taco Bell item. That's what you go for. That and a, and a code, code, not code red, a uh, uh, Baja Blast Zero Sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just got a bowl of <laughs> the steak. Yeah. With nacho it. cheese. Steak, nacho cheese, and, and a little bit of the red sauce. Mm. And sour cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was delicious. <laughs> Thank you for all the encouragement I see in the chat. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. That's going to do it for our show today. Remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find all three of our full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching The Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps, Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents. We won't be mad. Just disappointed. And also, the podcast feed will offer a weekly highlight episode focusing on just our main topics for the week for those of you who can't commit to the full three hours a week. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the Back Row LTN and connect with us. Tune in tomorrow morning for the Back Row Rewind, where we will bring you a classic episode of the Back Row Morning Show. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves you, nerd. nerd.